Welcome to the CCF Podcast. We're a campus ministry at Truman State University. This podcast features sermons from our weekly worship services. Thanks for listening. Include alongside um, whatever other technical difficulties that you have been misled at best and outright lied to at worst um, by Harness just a second ago. This is not a Christmas service. I'm very sorry. Um, this is an Advent service. Anybody know what Advent is? Okay, so um, Advent is uh, what gets us ready to Christmas. It propels us forward, uh, really calms us down so that we can receive Christmas, which is Christ coming, his incarnation. Um, today, incidentally, in the, the church calendar that um, Christians, churches across the world have been uh, living annually for a long time. Um, today is actually the, the beginning of Advent, so this works perfectly. We call this a Christmas service because we're gone, you know, over break at actual Christmas time. So thanks to the crew for doing um, the gorgeous music. And uh, from here on, though, um, we're going to be thinking Advent. Anybody know what the word Advent means? Yeah. Beginning. Yeah. Uh, coming. Uh, <coughs> excuse me. Um, Christmas is is coming. Uh, the the beginning of something. The the Advent is the start of of a thing. Um, and so the season of Advent here um, looks at three comings of Christ. And you can think of it in this triptych formulation: uh, Christ has come. That's looking backward at Christmas in Bethlehem, the stuff that you probably think about and are familiar with, familiar with. Uh, Christ is coming. So the good news of uh, Jesus coming into the world is not just that he came back then, but that Christ is coming now. So in the presence of uh, his people, the presence of the church, uh, Christ is coming into the world even now. Uh, as we live together as the body of Christ on earth, Christ continues um, to come into the world. Um, that's the second advent. And the third, final, glorious Advent is on that day, Christ will come again. Three Advents. Christ came, Christ is coming, Christ will come again. <clears throat> Celebrating Christmas is cool, uh, but it can also be a, a little flat and a little fake and a little overdone, and maybe you've, you've felt this at times with the endless lists of gifts and moving from this parent to that parent to that grandparent to this and having your friends and your, your three weeks of Christmas break um, actually turned into, hooray, Jesus is here, but I'm exhausted and what's going on? Um, and that's, um, you know, good and fine. Cook your meals and enjoy your families and um, celebrate Christmas and open presents, I suppose. Uh, however, um, th there, is a, there is another way of thinking uh, of what celebrating Christmas is, um, that, that this time of Advent can, um, can prepare us for. Um, and it is, uh, it is this. The point of the, of the church year, the reason that um, the church invites us to walk again and again, um, preparing to receive Christ at this time, um, is because we, we get into um, dull routines of silly ways of living. And we need to be um, uh, woken up out of that. We need, we need to be awakened again. I'm usually stilled is what, for most of us, um, what we need because frenetic energy is, is like our thing. And we go and we do and we do and we do. Um, and the church says, and then the scriptures say, we're going to get to Isaiah here in a second, um, that in order to celebrate Christmas, to receive Christ, um, you, you have to calm down, 
slow down and, and make a space for when Christ comes that, that he can enter. So Christ comes into the world, but a, a lot of it is um, to, to deaf ears, to blind eyes, uh, and, and we are often those people. It's not just silly others outside in the world. Um, Christ has in fact come and is in fact coming, uh, but the invitation at Advent is um, to open your eyes, to open your ears, um, to make a space that you might notice and Christ might actually dwell and the two of you together can in that space um, continue Christ's coming in the world. Um, there's, a, there's another word. Um, this one, I'm, it's, it's not a, any biology people? Anatomy, had anatomy class? You know this word lacuna? L-A-C-U-N-A. Komar comes up with like bones sometimes somewhere. Okay, so there's a word lacuna. Uh, L-A-C-U-N-A. Um, anybody know what this word means? Poly G. Oh yeah, that's right. What does it mean? Uh, it's, it's, it's a space, a gap, an interval, a small cavity. So I think anatomically there's like something in bones. It's like a little pocket or something. Um, it's a it's, it's gap, a cavity, um, and an interval, a space in between. And um, for Advent, I think this is a good word, uh, lacuna for Advent. Um, the, the, the invitation for us, um, the, the point of our Christmas uh, uh, busyness and all of our stuff, um, is actually to make a space for Christ to enter in and, and dwell in us and in the world, to, for us to be able to receive Christ again. Um, and so, so the lacuna, the opening, some of you can see this picture. Here's a, like an icon of a weird man Jesus inside the, the womb of Mary. Okay, so you, you can think of at Christmas, uh, Mary's womb is a lacuna. It's a space in which the presence of God um, comes to dwell. And then um, as Christ comes into the world, um, the, the church itself is a lacuna in the world. It's a set apart people. It's a space um, that becomes the body of Christ where Christ dwells, um, that like yeast through a, a lump, Christ might leaven um, the world and bring about the good news that he wants. Um, and so lacuna... I think is a good word for us uh, here during Advent. <clears throat> and to prove it to you, I have this thesis. Christ has come. Christ is coming. Christ will come again. In order for us to receive Christ's coming, we have to work to make a space, a lacuna, for Christ to enter in and to dwell. Thus ends the mathematical portion of the sermon, and here begins the impressionistic, imagistic part. Here's the Advent sermon. Christ has come, Christ is coming, Christ will come again. A dream, a vision, a friendly Saturday afternoon, and an invitation. It's a sermon in three parts, plus an invitation begins with this scripture reading from Isaiah. A voice cries, in the wilderness, prepare the way of the Lord. Make straight in the desert a highway for our God. Every valley shall be lifted up and every mountain shall be made low. The uneven ground shall become level and the rough places a plain. And the glory of the Lord shall be revealed and all flesh shall, sh shall see it together for the mouth of the Lord has spoken.
Here's the dream. It's a Grandpa Ike spring break bacchanal. Large, loud, kinetic motion, streamers, confetti, balletic bodies. The wrestler type in a choreographed dance fight. Me and Max Beard standing on a ladder by bunk beds talking about who's that one senior girl for no reason that's weird or anything. In and out of midnight cabins, into and back out of buses on huge gravel parking lots. On the return trip, we stop at my grandpa Ike's house. Now there's a bunch of my family, <clears throat> along with the CCFers, a blended world, just like an actual spring break trip. Grandpa's not there. We are restrooming, wandering the house. The TV keeps coming back after it's turned off. I have a, a small notepad. I'm writing several notes, including a birthday card to Grandpa Icon. In the back room, there's a weird, huge industrial kitchen. My brother Chi is up on a ladder at a gigantic oven griddle contraption. He's stirring with a huge paddle a pond-sized batch of scrambled eggs. What's in that, 4,000 eggs, Chi? Also, why are you doing that? It's almost time to leave. <clears throat> you were still doing stuff, so I thought I'd whip it up. I go back into Grandpa's dining room, past an aquarium, don't know where that came from, looking for people and cleaning supplies. The TV's turned itself back on again. It's late now. Folks are tiring, getting scarcer. I turn around and I'm back in an empty parking lot, disinfectant spray bottle in hand. Crap, everyone's falling asleep. But we need to load the buses and get back on the road. On the couch in a side family room, a bunch of my little nieces and nephews are piled up under blankets, eyes heavy. No, no, not here. Don't fall asleep here. Get on the bus first. I show them that way. I sit back down on the, at the dining room table to finish my note. I see over the backsplash somehow through the wall to the utility sink, my brother run and throw his head down over it. Chi, are you puking scrambled eggs? He sure is. A flowing yellow fountain of vomit. I hand him the cleaning spray and a rag. There's vomit everywhere running down the brick wall. I turn away holding my breath. I close my eyes and see communion wine stains, almost as Rorschach bullet holes in a headless light gray Glorietta t-shirt. It's Reed, it's Max, it's me. I'm back in the parking lot. Folks are mostly onto the buses. Someone Stuart-ish has left a scattered assortment of clothes, papers, and gear in a corner of the gravel lot. Finally, it's farewell time. A small circle in the kitchen, this one warmly lit and much like my great-grandma T's, we're holding hands. Still no Grandpa Ike, but we're there for him. Mom asks weird Aunt Shirley to have a final parting prayer for Grandpa. I'm both relieved and worried when she doesn't ask me to do it. Aunt Shirley says <clears throat> to lightly bow your heads, but don't close your eyes. Look at each other as we pray. She starts in with something doctrinally dubious as my eyes are scanning the circle. My mom, holding my hand at my right side, not too quietly, rebukes the error, shaking her head. Shh, mom, we're praying. Shh, let's just pray. End of the dream. <clears throat> Back to the scripture. Go up on a high mountain, O Zion, herald of good news. Lift up your voice with strength, O Jerusalem, herald of good news. Lift it up, fear not. Say to the cities of Judah, behold your God. Behold, the Lord God comes with might and his arm rules for him. Behold, his reward is with him and his recompense before him. He will tend his flock like a shepherd. He will gather the lambs in his arms. He will carry them in his bosom and gently lead those that are with young. Uh, to lock in this dream portion, would you guys stand up for a second? 
If you remember the triptych formulation, it is Christ has come, Christ is coming, Christ will come again. And we're going to uh, call and respond that a few times throughout um, the service here. And it'll be easy because I'll do the first line, Christ has come. And I would like you to respond with gusto, Christ is coming. And then I will say, Christ will come again. And that will conclude the call and response. Christ has come. Christ, is coming. Christ will come again. Amen. Have a seat. Advent, a vision from Isaiah 55. Come, everyone who thirsts, come to the waters. And he who has no money, come, buy and eat. Come, buy wine and milk without money and without price. Why do you spend your money for that which is not bread, and your labor for that which does not satisfy? Listen diligently to me and eat what is good, and delight yourselves in rich food. Incline your ear and come to me, hear that your soul may live, and I will make with you an everlasting covenant, my steadfast, sure love for David. We're going to take 10 seconds here and practice making a lacuna. Let's, let's make an empty space now uh, that, that these words, that this hope, um, that for, for us, this time of Advent uh, might be a time of preparing to receive. Let's, let's practice it now. We'll just take 10 seconds. You can close your eyes if you want. Just sit quietly otherwise. by Scott Cairns. Even now, as prelude to, as preparation for what is yet to come, the pilgrim must descend beneath the din and clatter of the mind, beneath the hearts, even the hearts, manifold distractions unto that stillness dwelling solely in the noose. It's a little dark, and yes, not just a little bleak, Within that dim arena, one also meets a measure of despair. Here, this ache, familiar, attains a strange and a curious agency, as if the ache itself becomes the tool by which the hollow might obtain a nascent hallowing. Many years ago, I chanced upon the ruins of Philippi, accompanied by George Calstus, who led me to that void of marbled rubble. We spoke quietly, or not at all, as we winded, as we wound amid discrete lacunae, amid debris, the fallen artifacts of erstwhile lives. The effect was efficacious, 
producing in the gut an answering emptiness and surprising calm. George was two years past what had been a terminal diagnosis, a fate to which he had responded with a swim of more than 20 miles, Kavala Beach to Thassos, which he found to be profoundly emptying of mind, of heart, of every ounce of energy. Thus emptied, he lay still upon the Thassos shore for days as his dire emptying continued, and he sank beneath all consciousness himself. Today he walks with me within the ancient ruins, and so today he shares with me a glimpse of what a dread despair can serve, facilitate for one whose solitude opens to an answering solitude. The God, he says, remains quite hidden, but he has had a taste of how his own erasure comes to offer what? Comfort? Consolation? No, it proved more than that, more a deep tremor of sudden expectation the trembling thrill of a fullness drawing near, meeting one's own becoming emptiness. If you want to prepare to receive Christ again this year, as every year, uh, you'll have to start by getting down below the din in your mind, the clatter in your heart. Uh, you'll have to start paradoxically uh, by looking to empty. Kenosis, this word, is what, it was what Jesus did when he came to earth. He emptied himself of his godness to, to come uh, to be human um, for us to empty ourselves, to make a space, to create a lacuna that Christ might fill um, requires um, some emptying. Uh, and th that may be a work, it may be hard work, and it may be active. It's not always just patient and still. Uh, but there's, there's a way uh, of going about emptying yourself of, of the falseness that you know is in yourself, the false ways that you live and hope and desire, that you lie to yourself and God and others. Uh, this Advent, my invitation to you, uh, descend through that, pay some attention, try, start small, create a little space um, that Christ in his truth and fullness might occupy um, and, and see what happens. Seek the Lord while he may be found. Call upon him while he is near. Let the wicked forsake his way and the unrighteous man his thoughts. Let him return to the Lord that he may have compassion on him and to our God, for he will abundantly pardon. And if you'd stand and join me. I'll do the first. You guys are the middle. I'll take the end. Christ has come. Christ will come again. Amen. Have a seat. For as the rain and the snow come down from heaven and do not return there but water the earth, making it bring forth and sprout, giving seed to the sower and bread to the eater, 
So shall my word that goes out from my mouth, it shall not return to me empty, but it shall accomplish that which I purpose and shall succeed in the thing for which I sent it. A dream, a vision, a friendly Saturday afternoon. The most recent picture I've had of uh, appropriate ache, hunger, longing for Christ in his fullness to come. Uh, the most recent example is um, yesterday, which was Saturday, a friendly Saturday afternoon. Uh, Tab and I had uh, an appointment at Dent Manor um, to go over and have um, a, a long coming, um, good, but like kind of difficult conversation, just the four of us at the table. Uh, Reed and Leanne and we have been friends since 2002 or whenever they got here. Um, so there's like a rich shared history of interpersonal good and bad and we've been there for each other's kids being born and going crazy and uh, all of that. And so, uh, it, and our lives are also busy and more pulled apart now. Uh, and so this was both a welcome time for the four of us to be together. Um, Reed brought their non-sick boys over to our house, those boys and Ellie until she left, hung out, and the parents went back. We're sitting at the table at Dent Manor. Lots of you have been to the manor, right? Reed and Leanne's house, small groups there, you've been. Um, so we're, we're sitting at the table and um, we're having this conversation that we need to have, and the, the conversation itself already points to, like because of all the good stuff that we know and have, like Christ has come, uh, and because of the way that we're attempting to live that out like together and make our way through the world and CCF and our lives, Christ is coming. Uh, we need to be rekindled in our hope for um, that day when, when Christ will come again and finish what he started. And the, the, the hints, the glimmers that we feel now are uh, a burst into, into full flame. And, um, and so we sit for a, a few hours and um, talk uh, many things. Um, and it finishes uh, with with Reed reading a blessing from a book called "To Bless Bless the Space Be Blessing the Space Between Us," um, and it's um, a perfect quiet uh, moment full of um, intelligible words and also uh, full of uh, deeper, like inarticulate, noose level. Uh, happiness and and longing and like oh man this is going to still be hard but like also what else is there and and come lord jesus and um so the the whole afternoon it just uh we decide to the reed's going to come back to our house and help us put together some beds that we have to have got some new beds for the boys room um in part because the boys are bigger and they have these tiny beds um and also in part uh because we're we're preparing a place um for a bunch of family tab's whole family all her siblings uh, nephews when they um come up for christmas in a couple of weekends this will make it um better for the house to house all the people and then we've got another new year's eve crew coming with a whole bunch of friends and so um some bigger beds in this room will make like people coming uh just e easier and better um, for the house so we are um we're preparing a place we're making a space um, for this this future goodness that will come and we're doing it alongside uh Reed. i mean i'm assisting reed i'm just handing him alan wrench here you go there's that thing um i'm literally holding the instruction booklet upside down two different times and uh but good job reed you're really getting it screwed together there um 
and we're making the beds and we're doing it and Leanne's uh, home making pizza dough and she's going to bring the pizza dough over and our families are going to eat together as we've done um, hundreds of times but not as much um, recently. Uh, and the Graham is home sick in bed and it throws a wrench in because he starts to feel worse. So Leanne calls the pizza dough. It's not going to work because we can't get there. So we call an audible and the grown-ups go back to their house and we eat together and our boys petition hard enough to go back with the dents and so they end up hanging out for eight and a half straight hours. Um, and we go, we, we cap the night with um, the Nutcracker Ballet. Anybody go to the Nutcracker last night? It was jam-packed. I've never seen that many people in Baldwin Auditorium. Um, so we, we finished the night with the Nutcracker. And uh, when I was a kid, I'm sure lots of you were in gifted programs, right? Mine was called Tag. What was yours called? I love Truman so much. It's so awesome. <laughs> Uh, talented and gifted. That was me in second grade. So I don't, I don't know about you guys, but my uh, tag class every year, we took a field trip, just the whatever, 10, 12 of us. And we went down in Kansas City somewhere and watched the Nutcracker every year. So I watched it like seven straight years when I was a kid or something. But I haven't seen it since then. And I don't remember much about it. And Tab's like, wait, what's the story? I don't remember. And I was like, I, don't, I never knew the story. I just watched the people dancing. I don't know. And, uh, and we're sitting there. I have not been to a ballet in a while. Um, these people are freaking impressive. Oh, my goodness. I still I watched it. I have no idea what the story is. Um, don't really care. Um, it's just um, there are uh, people who have realized their maximum full potential for like uh, balance. and Well, that. They did that. You guys remember that? Yeah. So now, now you know. I'm, um, but you're you're sitting there, um, just wrapped, just watching the 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 way that they're they're moving together, and it's uh, garish colors and overdone movements, and it's mostly wordless. Like there's a few lyrics to a few songs, but mostly it's the bodies doing the talking and and the people working together, and um, something about that as the cap on um this this day, this friendly um Saturday afternoon. Um, something about that as a cap on it, but just just pointed me to. I, I've been, uh, you know, re rereading um, lots of uh, Isaiah and the the on that day stuff, and and sitting um, at the ballet, lo looking at like the, uh, the 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 grace, the the shalom that like things are working together, fitted together rightly. And there's different moods, you know. There's the sultrier ones and the happier ones, and the like. There, there's different moods and there's different things, and they're clearly like different people. Um, but all working together appropriately, giving and taking, like for this um, beautiful bigger picture. And for me, that that was a lens looking back on um, the Reed and Leanne stuff. That was itself um, a lens for looking back on um, other family and friend stuff, and a lens for looking back on what in the freaking heck are you doing here in the world? And these things, um, here during Advent, these these hints and guesses. Um, we, we're invited um, to, to slow down for a second and, and pay attention to and, and, and see wh where is Christ needed? Like, what, what's the space I need to make um, in my own life? Bitterness here, unforgiveness there, fear and worry here. What, what's the space I need to make um, to allow Christ to fill? Um, slowly, starting small, um, that Christ um, might slowly be, begin to become all in all in us and in the world as he intends. Uh, the Nutcracker, I, I can't think of um, a better picture. For you shall go out in joy 
and be led forth in peace. The mountains and the hills before you shall break forth into singing, and all the trees of the field shall clap their hands. Instead of the thorn shall come up the cypress, instead of the briar shall come up the myrtle, and it shall make a name for the Lord, an everlasting sign that shall not be cut off. Oh, would you stand? Let's take a second to make a little space here. And now remember that Christ has come. Christ will come again. Amen. Have a seat. A dream, a vision, a friendly Saturday afternoon. And finally, an invitation. The invitation is simple. Uh, observe Advent in some way this year. If you're unfamiliar, you don't know what that means, um, come talk to me. Talk to a staff person. Uh, here, I even have a, a few quick, easy ideas for you. Um, I have a bunch of Advent resources, books, different like devotional things that have scriptures that you can walk through daily or uh, less frequently. Um, there are some good ones, and I, I'll put in the... CCF group me thing. Uh, there's one that's like a, a PDF version. So if you want to follow along, uh, you can. Lawson has a paper copy from Every Moment Holy. So if you want to see that, um, ask him or Brooke from whom it came. Uh, uh, observe Advent in in you know formal ways like that. Um, do the readings. Come come to morning prayer over the next two weeks. We'll have it. This, this week, also through finals week, we'll do morning prayer. Um, so if it's possible for, for you at all to come to any day, um, we'll be doing Advent readings, having Advent silences, making spaces. I didn't say the plural of lacuna. It's a tricky one. L-A-C-U-N-A-E. You got that weird Latin A-E thing. You can go lacunae or lacuni. My goodness. Come to morning prayer for... Uh, more lacuni like that. Um, do, do the forward operating operating feast, um, the, the thing that Reed um, introduced a couple weeks ago. Um, who has done that or has plans to make that happen? Yeah, okay. Um, these, are, these are making space for how Christ might want to come dwell um, in you, in your relations to people on campus. Um, it's not too late. Take Reed and CCF up on that. Um, again, come talk to me if you uh, want to uh, look through a book or have a recommendation, get a recommendation for anything. Um, also tonight, there have been a few students um, who have been pestering me to get a four quartets reading done. It's this long poem by T.S. Eliot. Um, and we're, um, we're doubling it up. It's going to make a perfect Advent kickoff tonight at 7.30 at the CCF House. Um, there's a few of us who will be there if anybody else wants to join in. Um, the four quartets are all about the cycles of time and life and death and hope and expectation. It's a perfect Advent poem. It's also an hour long, just so you know. So we're going to, it's four poems. So uh, um, if you want to come to that, um, Cora, Etha, Ethan, Harness, and I will be there. If anybody else wants to come, uh, please come on out. Um, th those are formal, you know, external explicit ways to do it. Uh, the, the point is, over the next four weeks, um, to to prepare um, your heart, which often requires like preparing with your hands, getting the beds ready, making the feast, buying the groceries, uh, but but also 
um, connecting um, your, your heart to your mind and your body. And so um, preparing, ma making that space um, for Christ to come and dwell. Um, ask God what that might look like for you. What, what do I need? Have I been running so hard because I'm scared to like have any space at all for you to come and as judge, like look me honestly in the eyes, in the heart. Uh, Reed likes to say, um, the one who judges you finally, Christ who is coming, is the one who loves you most fully. So it's freaking painful, uh, but come on, you, you need it, we need it. Uh, make, a, make a space for Christ, this Advent. For you shall go out in joy and be led forth in peace. The mountains and the hills before you shall break forth into singing, and all the trees of the field shall clap their hands. Instead of the thorn shall come up the cypress. Instead of the briar shall come up the myrtle, and it shall make a name for the Lord, an everlasting sign that shall not be cut off. Uh, let's stand for one final coming triptych. Christ has come. Christ will come again.